0: Hi, and welcome to the latest episode of Newsbreak. This is Haritha Benjamin, and today we take a detour from our usual newsy episodes to look at an issue concerning the female population of the country. Menstrual protection. Now, we recently came across a few statistics on menstrual protection, which was an alarming revelation for some of us, at least. An India Stat analysis of National Family Health Survey for 2019-21 revealed that 50% of the women aged between 15 and 24 years still use cloth for menstrual protection. While the corresponding figures for Kerala is 40%, it is over 65% in states like UP, Bihar and Chhattisgarh. Of course, this does not mean that these women use only cloth the India Stat analysis shows that 78% of the women in the age group use a hygienic method of menstrual protection like locally prepared napkins, tampons and menstrual cups. So Dr. Winnie, the senior consultant, a gynecologist at Baby Memorial Hospital Coricode speaks to us about the risks involved in not maintaining good menstrual hygiene.
1: Proper menstrual hygiene is definitely one of the most important things that a young girl should know about. And right from Menak, that is the first time she gets her cycles, her mother must be able to teach her about how to maintain adequate personal as well as menstrual hygiene. The problems of menstrual hygiene, when we say there are so many complications, including a lot of social, mental health issues which can occur, But talking about the physical complications per se, the most common would definitely be urogenital infections. A lot of urinary infections as well as vulval and vaginal infections, especially due to bacterial as well as fungal infections. From the simple ringworm infections, you can see very severe candidial infections, bacterial infections, which lead to pus and abnormal discharge from the vagina. It can lead to systemic disorders, it can lead to fever, it can lead to severe infections. If left untreated, it can lead to very severe toxic syndrome-like situations. There is no taboo or no say that you cannot use cloth. Of course, in this era where we are so concerned about the growing plastic pollution and uh, the methods of disposing trash, Definitely in this era probably we will gradually go back to reusable things like we are using reusable glass, reusable cloth bags. So there is definitely a role of using cloth for menstrual hygiene. What we have to do is educate not only the school girls, but also their mothers about the proper method to use cloth napkins you can use cloth napkins once they are sterilized well and they have to be washed properly dried in proper sunlight and there are certain the amount of hours that you can use them must be restricted you need to change them frequently and after using them for say a couple or three months it needs to be
0: disposed
1: of properly
0: Now today I have asked a few of my colleagues to discuss the types of menstrual protection they use and the corresponding benefits. We have with us Deepa Soman, Princey Alexander and Adhira Madhav. Hi guys, uh, welcome to the show. So uh, let's start with Deepa. Why do you think a majority of women are still opting for cloth for menstrual protection?
2: I think there is a major lack of awareness regarding smart, easy to use and new age menstrual hygiene products even today, you know. The menstrual education of girls is often done by their moms or older relatives who might be following traditional methods and then the young women continue the method they are taught. Another reason for not adopting hygienic menstrual products could be the cost also. If at all, uh, you know, some of them don't mind switching to pads or tampons. They're not always cheap. The affordable ones available in the market aren't always of decent quality also. or You need to spend at least rupees 50 a month to buy one quality packet with enough pads. And if you belong to a family with more than one woman, it can raise questions from men who give the money then the women tend to think it's better not to lead to that situation and rather continue to use clothes. And as for cups, there are many reasons why people don't use them. Firstly, they're expensive, though they're a good one-time investment that can last at least for 10 years. And secondly, there is this um, big unfounded fear that the cup will break and the so-called holy hymen will be injured and uh, it will lead to infertility. Many also don't know about the existence of cups and if at all they hear about it, they don't know where to buy them, how to choose the right size, how to use them and the like. There are also some women who are simply comfortable with clothes as they have been using it for so long and they don't want to switch. Then some people are scared of inserting a cup and not very happy with pads and they say pads bruise thighs and are not sanitary enough and the like. Adding to this is a lack of enough awareness in our society regarding these products. Yes, there are a few who know, but as the survey shows, more is required. So the reason for women opting for clothes for menstrual production are plenty. I think there would be more reasons than what I've mentioned here.
0: So, uh, Aadira, methods of uh, menstrual hygiene have evolved from clothes to sanitary napkins uh, to cups and discs. So, what is your ideal choice of menstrual protection, and why? Well, my ideal choice
3: would be a menstrual cup. I know using it in public toilets, maneuvering around its design, and handling all that blood could be tricky concepts. But I have found the whole experience like learning to ride a bike. You know, at first you'll be scared, but with practice, the cup can become your best friend during those days and when it comes to its advantages i'm not even sure where to begin like it gives major protection from leakage it's convenient to use once you get the hang of it and it saves me a ton of money haritha i mean sanitary pads are expensive even if i get the most expensive pads with double xl and triple xl sizes it still leaks on the other hand i can wear my menstrual cup for up to 12 hours it holds more blood There is no itching, rashes or discomfort once it goes in and it can be reused for like 10 years. Spending money on that just one cup is worth it. Moreover, it's, you know, eco-friendly. Just make sure you're investing in a good quality cup. Read and research before using the cup and choose the right size and sanitize it before, in between and after use. I have to say I've also tried menstrual discs, but I do find them harder to use than cups.
0: Right. So, have you discovered any disadvantages while using cups?
3: It does have a few disadvantages. Sometimes I have found it difficult to use them when I have severe cramps. And it's trickier to use them on the first and the last day of the periods when there is less flow. Also, female bodies don't just discharge fluids once a month. So, getting rid of pads and panty liners could be a slow process if people are not willing to switch and spend money on expensive underwear that can handle those discharges. Accessibility was a big issue before, you know, and you had to purchase cups online before. But I'm happy to find cups being sold in some
0: local supermarket these days. Interesting. Now, as Zathira has already listed out some of the disadvantages, Princy, you've told us that recently you began to try alternatives to sanitary napkins. Now, what made you hesitate, you know, till recently? Is it probably the same reason why majority of women are struggling to have the transition?
4: Yes, Harida. like you mentioned, I only recently started using alternators to sanitary napkins. I won't say fully using though because I am still learning the ropes of using a menstrual cup. The reason why I hesitated was probably because I never had people around me using this product. I was introduced to sanitary napkins by my mom from my first period and ever since then, I found that hugely convenient. You know, it was during the late 90s and early 2000s when menstrual cups and other alternatives were still not as popular as sanitary napkins. You want to give it a try only when people around you discuss and vouch for such products, right? To be very honest, it's only been 4 to 5 years since I met women who have been using menstrual cups. And I was surprised that some were extremely comfortable using it since when they were teenagers. I guess that is what made me try out an alternator. Of course, the environmental impact of using a Santrin napkin was one reason why I also felt compelled to try using a cup, however late it was. I also think lack of awareness about how to use this product made me hesitate. Even after meeting people who have been using these products, you are on your own when you are inserting it, right? And that is definitely scary. You're filled with thoughts like, would I be able to remove it? What happens if I am unable to do so? Will things get messy? Will I be able to handle the sight of too much blood?
0: Now Deepa, do you think there is a taboo when it comes to invasive methods of menstrual hygiene?
2: Yes I do and I have heard such comments from my friends and family members. You know, one of my aunts told me that my menstrual cup will act like a vacuum pump and will suck out my uterus thanks to WhatsApp University. Regardless, taboo number one is that they will break the hymen of unmarried girls and it will affect their family lives. Even women who know that this argument has zero scientific basis are so scared that they say their vaginas tighten and start hurting when they try to use invasive products. Probably because their bodies resist them being scared. Women themselves don't know much about their bodies sometimes and that aspect also acts as a hindrance. When I said I use a cup, I've had some girls ask whether I have to remove it when I pass urine. They ask this question because they aren't aware you have two different holes down there. One from which you pass urine and the other from which you bleed. There are also those who think that vaginas are bottomless pits where you can lose your tampons and cups if you inserted them too up. Unless you're smart enough to you know, find information on tampons and cups from the internet or from your friends who use them, it isn't too easy to understand how they are used. I had to read quite a bit online first to understand that there are cups of small, medium and large sizes and it is better to buy a cup with a long stem and rings so that it's easier for beginners to pull them out when required and the like.
0: Uh, So, I mean, we have a lot of taboos, right? Especially in the Kerala society. Now, uh, what we need to like really examine is what can be done to get rid of these taboos. So, uh, some schools make it a policy to provide menstrual hygiene classes uh, to their students, but it's not that rampant. Now, if the government initiates a campaign for the same, it can easily be extended to all the schools in the state. That's an option
3: for the younger population, but very often it is the older women who are hesitant to try out new methods. You know, it's somehow ingrained in their brains that new age menstrual protection methods are against our traditional values. There is a hesitancy to explore one's body and find something comfortable because we are taught that women are born to suffer through the pain. There are also genuine concerns about using certain products after multiple pregnancies and uterus complications. So what we need is more awareness to get rid of all that entrenched stigma about menstruation and menstrual products. What we need is more accessibility to these products, not just availability, but financially. We need policies that are women-friendly, environmentally conscious and health-inclusive.
2: Now, there are a few initiatives like the one by Ernakulam MP Hybe Eden, where menstrual cups are distributed to older women in various villages after giving them awareness classes. We should have more of those, and then I think such taboos will be constructively addressed.
0: Thanks, Deba. Now, Dr. Winnie has some more inputs uh, on the right way to go about using menstrual hygiene products like cups and tampons. Where
1: menstrual cups and tampons have been used uh, in other places very frequently but we always think twice before using it. So menstrual cups definitely depending on the age and the size of the introitus, small, medium and large cups are available they can easily be inserted and removed. There are lots of videos and demonstrations which are available on the internet very widely which can safely help you to try it out. It can easily be done using an inverted glass. You can try it out into an inverted glass initially to see how it works and then uh, safely inserted after maintaining good external hygiene it is very important to sterilize the cup as well as sterilize the local area maintain a good pubic hygiene so keep the hair in those areas clipped use your hands once uh, you wash them well and store the menstrual cup safely in a clean and airy place when you're not using it wash it with soap and water each time before you insert it and while you remove it always remember to uh, let go of the vacuum release the vacuum and then pull out the cup and uh, in the case of tampoons the most important thing the message that you have to know is keep a track of when you're using it and for how many hours it is
0: not safe to use it beyond 8 to 12 hours thanks doctor this discussion would be incomplete if we do look at the environmental impact of good menstrual hygiene practices can bring about. Now, Princey, do you have any comments to offer on this?
4: I believe we all need to be conscious about the environmental impact that the products we use make. There are reports that say a woman who bleeds for 30 to 40 years will require between 5,000 to 15,000 sanitary napkins. Imagine! Similarly, if you are using tampons, which is mostly a mix of rayon, synthetic fiber, cotton, they also contribute a lot to menstrual waste. So it's important to be environmentally conscious because these menstrual products add a lot to the carbon footprint.
0: Thanks, Princy, And thank you guys uh, for joining this discussion. I think many of our listeners would have found the conversation extremely helpful. On my part, I think girls should be educated on the different uh, methods of menstrual protection so that they can be comfortable and that they can make a sustainable choice. They should be made aware about the consequences of improper menstrual hygiene. Now that brings us to the end of today's Newsbreak episode. Hope this discussion has removed at least some of your doubts you may have on the issue of menstrual hygiene. Thank you.